0: Hey Ryan, long time no see. Yeah,
1: it's been a hot minute.
0: Wait, you gotta say my name. Oh, hi Michael. It's been <laughs> a hot, it's been a hot minute. Where uh where you
1: been, Ryan? Oh uh, yeah, we've been just uh, well we've just been we've been crazy playing good hosts. I <laughs> we've guess. been playing.
0: We've been we've turned into like the de facto Portland outpost. <laughs> yeah, it has been. <laughs> we we've had a train of people visiting us uh up here in Portland. Yeah, and. Um, uh, that was more important than doing this stupid <laughs> podcast about Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> stupid. No, this is this is no. We just kind of got. I got uh, yes, it was kind of yeah, just a nonstop barrage for like two weeks. And well, uh, we actually did, while people were here, record a podcast with some of our guests. Yes, we did.
1: And uh, this happens to be what this episode is
0: oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, so we interviewed uh, two longtime blink fans yes uh, and uh, it's our uh, yeah, and our first official guests on the show our first official interviews I mean we yeah. started this uh, podcast interviewing this podcast series interviewing each other oh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> this was the first time that we've interviewed outside how do you think do you think we were like Tara Gross level uh, Mark mm. Marin interviewers mm, maybe not with this particular one this one's a little more free reign. but maybe I don't know. I think we got to some deep. Maybe it's a little we got to some, It's a little merany. We got we got to, <laughs> some, to some some deep emotional. Uh, issues, yeah, we I did. Think. Yeah. So yeah. Well, so
1: to, to bear the hatchet, I guess. But uh, we had. Um, two buddies and you'll be introduced bury to bury the
0: hatchet. No, I don't know what it was. Bury the lead. Bury the lead. What's
1: the bury the hatchet
0: uh like what's that uh, saying about me? Uh I think that's like
1: isn't the same thing as bury the uh, lead? I don't know.
0: Uh li- you know, wow, well, we're dumb. <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't think it's the same thing as bury the lead. I think bury the hatchet uh I, I think it's like you're putting something to rest if you're burying the hatchet. <sighs> I guess like you're like okay, like it's the hatchet's buried. Uh, it's okay. over. <laughs>
1: well yeah so we have on the show and you'll be introduced to them um it's our my buddy uh or both our buddies uh, a longtime friend jonathan hinckley uh he's from the empire or jedi podcast uh, which is another podcast i've been doing for a long time yeah
0: so this guy's basically a fellow podcaster but more like uh entertainment movie stuff but also loves blink
1: yeah yeah you get his story and he you know we went to high school together and then we also have uh my brother jojo is on the show and my brother jojo yeah (laughs) yeah and uh he's a little younger than me but he grew up you know just right behind me listening to blink and i don't know would he be the bigger fan that he has a blink tattoo and i don't oh
0: wait a spoil spoilers (laughs) 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 <laughs> that was a big dramatic moment in the episode, right? I <laughs> Real- guess so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, JoJo is a good person inter- person to interview. Besides being your brother, because he's in, you know, he he spent a lot of time in bands and did a pretty good like you know go of it, mm-hmm. um, and very influenced by Blink musically. Yeah. So it's it's kind of cool. It's a to-
1: different different. Re- I'm kind of like as like the nerdy aspect of it, but he is more like the surface level or not surface level but the more of like the musical connection i wanted to bring this up because we didn't really bring it up at the end and we kind of like i like you know where john's from and <laughs> i was like wait we should have ended like where, where can they find you john where can they find you jojo so yeah so like uh my brother jojo we, we end the show with one of their songs it's kind of a band that's sort of on hiatus but there might be some rumblings of something coming back but they're called the thin bloods and uh, it's really we close out the show they're and a awesome. really good song they're really awesome you can find them on spotify and on Bandcamp, or just yeah or yeah the thin bloods they're from uh,
0: phoenix and then john on uh, the empire jedi podcast at empire does he have any spinoff podcast planned or is it you know because <laughs> i'm thinking maybe him and chad should do like an anime podcast we at one point been talking w- some we
1: recorded like back in the day uh, we recorded two like Dragon Ball Z oh, episodes, but we never. Man, I'd did be so into it. that! And it, it was going to be a whole like watching the whole series oh, type yeah. of thing. That'd be but amazing. It, it was just I'd watch it, along. It was just hard to like to like match up people's schedules, and right. th- and it's a lot of episodes, and is tough. So we no. we started it, but
0: it kind of fell through. I'm going to keep that idea alive. But they should do an anime thing because yeah. they watch those two just watch like everything. Yeah. I mean, it's not really my bag, but I mean, I like I like the Miyazaki stuff, like, like Spirited mm, Away yeah, is cool. That's like
1: saying, I don't know, you like. <laughs> I like that's Edinburgh like
0: State. The- <laughs> I like all the small things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like the, you like, like the Disney movies. Like, oh, I love animation, but you only watch Disney movies or something like that. Yeah. It's like the.
0: I like Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, me too. Fully cool. The Toonami. Dragon Ball (laughs) experiences, Toonami. I like any anime that I saw when I was 14. Yeah. I still watch it today. Kind of crazy how uh, the things that I happened to watch when I was a teenager hold up in my mind better than the things I did not watch as a teenager. (laughs) Funny how that is.
1: So, yeah. Well, oh, I wanted to bring this up too before we. uh, Hopefully, this intro is not going too long. But um, I recently created a Facebook page for the podcast. Um, it's uh just facebook.com slash uh 182 podcast um and it's uh go over
0: there and like it people you know you what follow, uh, it. F- follow this we promise there's not gonna be any political stuff on there so this <laughs> if you follow us it's gonna be one more thing on your facebook feed that's just gonna be a little ray of positivity <laughs> through all the garbage <laughs> yeah so
1: you'll see a little bit so yeah we just decided to start putting up there you know maybe get some more conversations going over there so uh yeah and um look forward to possibly a new site coming up um i'm still working on that but um and yeah so uh you know sorry well, I'm, for
0: th- I'm ready ryan i it's been <laughs> like two weeks since yeah, i've heard anything
1: well sorry for the wait and um you know go ahead and uh, take your
0: pants off <laughs> to take off your pants and podcast as always i'm mike and with us today is oh, ryan as like usual <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey you're spoiling hey, the surprise right
0: <laughs> so it looks like we we have some hangers on in the uh, blink compound here
1: yeah um it's a little bit of a different kind of episode today a little bit of um, a very special episode. Kind of very special. Um, special, so special. You know, we actually have our first uh, guests on the podcast. Uh, they're kind of our blink fan rat, lab rats. I would say, you know, <laughs> you know? lab rats. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like a, t- you know, see how this goes. <laughs> see if we want to keep doing this.
0: Yeah. We're- <laughs> We're interviewing some fellow Blink fans. Yes. Uh, some people who uh, just as easily could also probably be doing a podcast about Blink-182. Probably I think, not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe... You know, I just think their love is equal to Okay, our, maybe. Um, I think one of them might have a tattoo that's Blink-related. Hey, you're spoiling the surprise. I'm, I'm, not, I'm foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything. So who do we have with us, Ryan?
1: Well, um, today we have... Um, Co-host of the Empire Jedi podcast on EmpireJedi.com. And, uh, you know, one of my my best buddies. His name's Jonathan Hinckley. Hey, what's up, everybody?
2: Yeah, you're... um, Yeah, John, how you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. You know, I came up here to visit you, and you're like, hey, why don't you be on my podcast? (laughs) I was like, "Uh, hell yeah, it's uh, Blink-182. I love that. (laughs) Well, you knew it. You were listening to it. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) And, um... The other person is uh, just my brother, JoJo. <laughs> Caldwell. <laughs> what, an, what an introduction.
0: Thank you. <laughs> well, I have other things, I guess, you know. Well, let, let's really quickly, so the listeners have a, <laughs> have a, a picture in their head of, of who these people are. Uh, John, did you, who, where are you from, what's your age, and what's your favorite uh, Blink album?
2: I'm, so, I'm from Arizona, Mesa. Or now Tempe, I guess. Um, and I am 28 years old. Whoa! I, know, oh. right? I feel so goddamn old. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with this new album. I'm like, I love this album, but I wish I was like 18 when this came out. But <laughs> yeah, um, I So I guess my favorite album, it, it changes every time. Um, between Anima of the State, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Um, Just between all of their albums, pretty <laughs> much. I mean, you know, every, every all of them. But I, I would say my favorite is still probably uh, their self-titled album or untitled album. Cool. I think it's untitled, right? That's what we, I think we decided on. It's
0: untitled. It's officially canon now that it's untitled. Yeah. So those are good choices. Um, yeah, <laughs> Jojo. What about yourself? Are you another old timer? <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I just can't uh, yeah. No, I've been a Blink fan for quite a while. Um I'm from Mesa, Arizona originally and currently living in San Diego.
1: San Diego
3: Did you move Santiago. to San Diego in part to, um, to get ju- yeah, closer just, to the Blink yes.
0: legacy or
3: in some way? I wanted to feel a part of what they have done there.
0: So oh, now man. that you're living in San Diego as a Blink fan, is there anything about San Diego that you think translates? Like, does Blink, you, does Blink you know represent what? It San is, Diego?
3: It, it really is bigger in San Diego than it is in Phoenix that I've seen. Um, for instance, like, when back in Arizona with the Blink tat that I have, it's the self-titled or untitled album.
0: <laughs> That's The Smiley the, Face. The
3: Smiley Face. In Phoenix, you don't get... I like maybe got like one compliment on it or someone being like passing me, like, is that a blink tattoo? It's like, yeah. And then you give him a high five. Maybe yeah. like once every other month. Uh, in SD, it's probably two to three times a month is someone stopping me Hell being yeah, like, yeah,
2: that's awesome. Oh, that blink
0: tat, Fuck yeah. And like, I, like, I like the <laughs> difference too. Like in Arizona, oh, that a blink tattoo In San Diego, oh, that yeah. a blink
3: tat I mean, I had one guy that stopped me and he pointed out and then he pulled down his uh, collar of his shirt and he had the same tat on his chest. <laughs> that's uh, dope. Yeah, so you know, you kind of sh- share the moment in San Diego a it's lot more. It's kind of
1: more. like when you're like riding a motorcycle. You see another guy on a motorcycle, and you lean each other yeah. <laughs> Ryan,
0: has that ever guy. happened to you? Why are you using this as a way you can relate to? Ryan really <laughs> wants
2: a motorcycle. You've never ridden a motorcycle. Oh, I've ridden a motorcycle. He's probably ridden um, like a moped. And stuff. <laughs> What's yeah. up, guys? I
1: don't, I've never owned one, but yeah. I have dreams about it. You know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do see them do that though. People on motorcycles, yeah. when they pass by each other, they'll like throw their hand
0: out, like. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I witnessed it. I, I, yeah, yeah. So point, point, point taken. Uh, so, what, um, John? When did you first get into Blink? I feel like that's something we should. Yeah, that's a good way to really get into. Good way to like start this off.
2: Um, I actually didn't get into Blink until I was like in my like sophomore year of high school um i i you know i living in the my household full of um religious people uh they i wasn't really shown any kind of like punk rock or anything like that just because a where i was living at the time didn't have a whole lot of kids around it uh-huh. and even if they were they were like the religious kids so listened to like christian rock and i hated uh-uh. that shit uh- like uh p.o.d and with wide open. Like, like even worse than that it's more like uh like k-u-p-d or whatever it is like the 105.5 channel which is like super christian rock and it's just the worst so i i just didn't yeah. all i listened to from like during that time was like old school like eagles and then you know doors who mm. but then you know i come into sophomore year Um, and I start meeting a lot of my friends, Ryan, you were one of them. Uh, my buddy Tyler who, you know, kind of introduced me to the punk rock stuff and, you know, also to blink 182. So that's when I came in. So a lot of what I've like loved most is like enema of the state and up, Mm -hmm. um, like Buddha and Chester, I have not really had like that. I don't have that same kind of, I didn't really do ranch. Really? No, not really. I like a lot of what I listen to is just enema and up, Mm -hmm. um, But recently, I've been listening to more of like the older stuff to get that old school punk vibe. Maybe because of California. So,
0: well, I I was gonna jump in. Like, I think that's interesting. (laughs) I'm all like NPR. Like, oh, if I may jump in here, (laughs) Um, I I think what you said is something interesting about like how you got into it. Is sort of like Blink was almost like an extension of friends you were making at the time, more than it was like a, a, a. I don't know. Like that that seems like that's how I found Blink, you know, was just kind of friends finding it and it it was kind of like um I didn't have that that kind of religious thing going on with the music I listened to, but it definitely felt like this was the first band that was like, "Oh, this is like my band." You know, this is like a band that I related to. I don't know. Is that something that that you kind of felt like as well?
2: Yeah, like uh, it was like, "Oh, man, this is something that I listen to and nobody else around me listens to at this time, like except for like my well, like, tons my friends." Of <laughs> but like and then I come to find out everybody at school is just like, yeah, we listen to Blink One Eighty Two, that were you know like like the hoodlums like me, but <laughs> you know I uh, I would say yeah, yeah this is <laughs> I would say that that's you know it, because of friends I was able to find Blink and then just listening to that it became more and more of like what I liked as music, hmm. so.
1: Oh, what about this asshole over here, Jojo?
3: So it's (laughs) I had an you know I had Ryan as an older brother, and then I also had some friends that were had older siblings, and my friend Alex actually he had an older sister that had the burned copy of Enema of the State, and we didn't even really know who the band was at the time, but that there's this one we were outside of his house skateboarding one day. And we were listening to End of the State, and I was asking like, "Who is this?" He's like, "It's like uh, Blink 182 or something like that." And I was like, "What's this song?" It's, it's called Apple Juice in the Hall because he didn't have the names because it was a burned <laughs> CD. I
0: was like, "Apple and, Juice in the like, Hall."
3: Like, and we were just like, you know, outside like trying to escape. We're like, "This is cool. This is cool." And then like, <laughs> it's really. I actually have a really funny story. Uh, when Mark Tom and Travis show came out, I think I was in. Fourth
0: or fifth grade? Uh that would have been two thousand, so fifth you're a grade younger or like a grade lower than me, I think, right? Or so, you were yeah, so. it came out in two thousand. Fifth grade, yeah.
3: You know, so we had that CD and I would be run I'd listen to it just on repeat. And this one time we were on this uh vacation for like a soccer game or something, like doing like Prescott. It
1: was an RV. And it
3: was in our R V. <laughs> and i had the headphones on and i was running around singing it'd be nice to have a Blowjob and i was like in 4th grade oh god and all my my aunts and uncles are like in town from pennsylvania and like they're all staring at me like what the fuck is wrong with this kid i like and i'm running around with the headphones parents? on listening like, to like it'd be nice to have a blowjob <laughs> and my mom was like what the hell are you listening to and like grabbed it and they list, they like started listening to the album well,
1: I think she bought it for me, that album. And
3: Ryan's just sitting there shaking his head because, you know, he was a little older than me. and I, I, had,
1: probably, I probably didn't even really know what it was, but I, I just knew you weren't supposed to but be singing.
0: I had no idea what a
3: blowjob was. I'm just running around, like, <laughs> jumping on the couch singing this song, so... You
0: know, I feel I mean, like what I know of you guys and, like, your relationship, I feel like the best way it would be summed up is you running around singing that while Ryan's just, like, shaking his head, ashamed, yeah. so, in the back of an RV. Um, Yeah, if... He, if it would
3: it would probably be like fourth grade, which is kind of crazy to think about now, when I start listening Man, like, to him. Oh
1: God, where's my life? <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I
0: I love farting. Well, that's that's something. This 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 incredibly uh, depressing bit of for, foreshadowing or illusion is something I, I kind of want to get into. Why do you think Blink is something like of all the things you liked in fourth grade, you know, or things you liked in sophomore of high school? Why do you think Blink is something that you got a tattoo of? You know, I'm guessing you didn't get a tattoo of like. I don't know. What else do you like in fourth well, grade? It, I mean... <laughs> like the uh the I wouldn't say... It, and I necessarily started listening to...
3: Like, re- li- religiously listening to Blink in fourth grade. I mean, I was I still had, like, the Rugrats uh, oh, yeah, movie soundtrack. <laughs> like
1: That was a good soundtrack. Uh, the, the Mystery Rats Men soundtrack.
3: Like Devo, man. Uh, so, like, it probably wasn't until, like, sixth grade when I really started to develop a music taste. Um... <laughs>
0: Sixth With, grade is really when I came to my I really, You know, start
3: listening to all the great bands. No, uh, I got the tattoo when I was seven, 18. Um, so was that your
0: first tattoo or one of your first?
3: It was my first tattoo. And when I first got it, originally got it, I just got the smiley face. I didn't get the arrows around it. Um, that was kind of just like, I want to get a tattoo. I'm 18 years old now. Just got the smiley face. And then about two years later, I went back. And got the arrows and got it completely done. And uh, It looks good. It's good.
0: I'm it, looking at it right and, now. It's on his inner <laughs> bicep. And it's it was where just, I got my Zelda tattoo. <laughs> yeah,
3: it was kinda of just something to like remember your roots and uh, you know, the music that I grew up listening to and like kinda of started.
0: So what about Blink? Why does that make you think of your roots more than something else? Um, it
3: was it was really the first band that I like developed a huge relationship for. Um Them and like Green Day and Offspring But Blink Wayne 2 stood out from the most of them I think we can all like agree With that
2: Yeah I I agree it it stood out I mean I listened to uh, you know Green Day, Offspring um, Even Tenacious D back in the day Shout out to them Tenacious D And like that's probably like one of my second favorite Or third favorite bands is Tenacious D But (laughs) It's The uh, same cloth, I feel like. Yeah, steam like yeah. it, because it, it, they're they're both like comedic in a way, but in their own like,
0: there's definitely a sense of fun. I think about mm. both of them.
2: Yeah, and that's a, I
3: think what it was too is they were funny and the jokes were funny and that, and you just kind of you know had a. You can relate to knew, it. You knew
1: all all it, of them, and also they seem relatable. When other bands, it's just like there's usually one guy. You don't know anybody else in the band.
2: Yeah, because you've only got, friends. like, there's three people. And I, like, of any band that, even now, like, even, like, my some of my new favorite song, uh, bands, like Manchester Orchestra are brand new. Like, I only really know the main singers, like Andy Hull and then Jesse Lacey. Yeah. Right. But with Blink-182, that's, like, definitely Mark, Tom, and Travis, like, or now, uh, Mark, uh, yeah, Mark, Travis, and uh, Matt. So, it's so easy to just sounds weird. Be friends with them.
0: <laughs> it still sounds like a little dirty, right? Still not used to it. Yeah. Well, it's,
1: it's, you have to say Mark, Matt, and Travis. You can't. You have to. Mark, Matt, and Travis. That, that sounds. That, that sounds, sounds the best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, you never said what your favorite uh, Blink like album is. Definitely, you know, Untitled.
3: It always comes back to Untitled every time when you start naming them all off. Yeah untitled album was probably what i was most excited for before yeah. you know when it was going to be released
1: the most anticipated like a, album that like the i internet wasn't as big back then either you know so it was kind of
0: like well I mean, but they they kind of took advantage of the internet and the build up for that album in a neat way they were posting those like little videos they had that did anyone watch the webcam of the house when they were recording i think so no i think later i did yeah, there was, like, a they live-streamed it, like, which is, you know, that was back in, like, 2003, you know, so they were, in some ways, like, kind of ahead of the game on that stuff.
1: But it was still it wasn't accessible, you know, just...
2: Yeah, but still, like, I mean, like, a pop-punk band that's able to do something like that, that's just, that's super cool. But, yeah, you also um, never really, I didn't
1: really touch into this, but, uh, like, JoJo, you got into, like, drumming, would you say it's because of, like, Blink and Travis? <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, that
3: was a big part of it. I loved always watching Travis play, you know, watching videos on the computer and stuff. You just loved watching, you know. (laughs) 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 I don't know what's so funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that is. (laughs) It has something to do with it. Definitely. Which is which? I always did want to like actually play guitar, too. So like when I'd be. Listen to the album as a kid, running around my room. I was always like, acting like I was Tom. We're, so we're,
0: that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna ask if Travis was like your favorite guy or was Tom. Tom, Tom was your favorite.
3: Tom was my favorite growing up as a kid. Until yeah, same,
0: same. I think yeah. I think uh, Tom's music does a really a better job than Mark at speaking to like teenagers. I don't mean I don't mean that as like an insult. Like I think it's um, I think he's r- like songs like lyrically songs like Peggy Sue or like um, story of a lonely story guy. of a lonely guy. I mean that's a it's a really immature song, but it's a perfect song for someone right. who's like 14, you know, and right. And kind of for the first time feeling these like romantic feelings
2: and really not knowing how to process them. (laughs) Yeah, especially when you've got your like, you don't have like a whole lot of people to talk to except for your friends. But at the time, I was just like, who do I talk to? And I'm like, my dad. Fuck no, I'm not going to talk to him about like relationship stuff. That's weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you say, John, that you were and I say this as a complete self-identified kid loser. Were you a loser
2: as a kid? I wouldn't say that I was a loser. I just did. There was just not anybody in my, like, um, like my neighborhood. Like I felt like my neighborhood was full of like older people, like, and like even like people from like 16 years and up. So like we were like the young family in the area. Well, what about getting into like actually listening to blink and getting into high school? Um, I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like have that crazy amount of friends, but because of being in a religion like it's easy to like connect for me to other people I guess cuz like it would be like oh hey you you you're from my my church I, I you're you're pretty cool but I don't talk to you cuz you're weird yeah like I would sit there and I'd be like yeah you know I have this cool group of friends but I'm not the most popular kid in the, in the class but I wasn't never like you know, made fun of or, or like, picked on or anything, but I never thought I was, like, the most popular kid ever. So, you know, it's still, like, in, like, like, relationship stuff, I would always be like, man, this is, like, this is what I, this is what's happening to me right now. What do I do? And i just listen to it, and, like, it would help. And even now, it still fucking
0: helps. What are, what are, what were some songs that kind of, like, were your go-tos of, like, um, I'm I'm 15 no one wants to date me uh like w- whatever's going on Man what do you-
2: suck yeah uh story of a lonely guy when he's just like uh like oh no here here's this girl that i'm in love with but we're friends but i can't do anything about it you know it's just and even now it seems like i've got friends that are female that i'm like Oh God, I'm in love with you, but I can't do anything about it because you're already dating somebody else. But uh, story of a lonely guy. Just because he's a goalie doesn't mean he can't score. True. Don't take that advice.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hopefully, John's friends
0: aren't listening to this. <laughs> no, yeah, Only I people from England listen to this show. I think, yeah, uh, I think there's definitely like a, a thing with Blink of like. They do a really good job of kind of capturing like that feeling of wanting something in a lot of different ways and just kind of like not getting it.
2: Yeah, and then like with even with this new album, like um, the the third track on the album, uh, God, now I can't even remember the name of. She's out of her mind. Yeah, like when I was in a relationship uh, and I'm listening to it now, I'm like, yeah, oh, she was out of her mind, but I was, I'm totally into her. Like everything that like they've played even up till now and even like. Me not being in a relationship now But thinking back At the relationships That I did have Like everything hit home I've never had One of their songs Like not hit home Maybe a little less With Neighborhoods Just cause I wasn't a big mm. fan Of Neighborhoods And I feel like It's because It was too much Of uh, Angels and Airwaves Like-esque But you like Angels and Airwaves though I do Ed Did too I do it It's not, re- not
1: really Hitting home with you anymore
2: uh, Angels Maybe like the first And second album uh, but barely Like, mm. But anything after that I just kind of Stopped listening to you Like Of all like Including you know Plus 44 And then uh, The Boxcar Racer Like I love Boxcar <laughs> Racer it's Such a great <laughs> album uh plus 44 it's a great album itself as well that one i think has aged better than the angels and Airwaves stuff like in the way
0: that you you maybe used to like angels narratives and now kind of don't i feel like me i wasn't super big on the plus 44 one but um i've kind of gone back to that in the last couple years and like I, I really think it's a good album
2: yeah i agree like uh i have i've wasn't the biggest thing i, I would always listen to it like maybe once a month and then like go back to just blink all over but then like all over my face (laughs) but now (laughs) all over (laughs) that's something that they'd say but listening to plus 44 now it's just like there's so many songs in it that are so great uh Lithancrolope or however you say it. How, you say, how do
1: you know how you say lycanthrope? Is that like yeah, <laughs> I guess that
0: Lycanthrope? <laughs> like it's like isn't like lycanthropy li- is that that's the disease that turns you into a werewolf? Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: Maybe, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh what do you think about like the that I think this is a good way to get into it, but for both of you guys. What's your read on the whole like Tom leaving Blink again thing? How how do you what do you how do you feel about it?
2: It's disappointing, um, but at the same time, just, like, kind of listening to his stuff, like, in Angels and Airwaves, and then even when he came back to um, Blink, listening to Neighborhoods and then Dogs Eating Dogs, I wasn't a big fan of a lot of what he was writing about. It wasn't—it didn't hit home like his old stuff used to. Yeah. Mark is now hitting home for me a lot more than, than Tom is, and so— right. It's sad to see him go, but I feel like with Matt being there now, it's it's so much easier to like for me to connect with him because he's got you know obviously like being so like sober, um, and uh, some of his other you know songs out that he's you know put lyrics into. I just feel like I hit it hits home for me more um, than what Mark could or excuse me what Tom could put out like right now. That that's a really good point and something I kind of like.
0: I haven't thought about and i don't think i've heard a lot of people talk about is like when people say neighborhoods wasn't good they usually or that it's not as good as their other stuff i usually hear people say things the biggest thing is that the production isn't great um it sounds too like angels and air wavy um it sounds like disjointed right but i have wavy baby <laughs> i haven't heard a lot of people uh bring up something that i I thought, too, which is that it's just hard to connect to a lot of those songs. Like, they're... Tom's lyrics and that, and even Mark's to some extent, are just, like, kind of about nothing. Um, They're kind of, like, vague...
2: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: Well, you
1: you haven't really been able to connect JoJo to California, really, so what are your thoughts on old Yeah,
3: you're the
0: young one here. You should be, like, loving it.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, so the more I've listened to it, uh, the more it's growing on me. But with... With the whole Tom leaving the band, it honestly didn't really hit me till California came out and start, I listened to the new songs with Matt. Um, you know, when I found out Tom left the band, it was kind of like, oh, like, oh, Tom left the band again. That sucks, blah, 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 or whatever. But he'll be back. Yeah, Don't he'll, worry. yeah he'll
0: come back. He'll come around. And, you know, it was. It, have have of, you it, been liking Tom post re. Like, have you. Did you like Neighborhoods? Did you like. You know what, I
3: didn't even really listen to Neighborhoods that much I think I listened to it Like maybe three or four times All the way through And then there was like a few songs That I would kind of pick off there uh, Pick and choose That I liked what were, what were some of those ones that made the cut? Um, I really liked Wishing Well that was one of my favorite huh. songs on the I, album. I,
0: that's a popular one, but uh with some we've both talked, yeah, we neither really of us really. like that song. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. I feel I, like that's like so that's I'll the one that's like, yeah. most like a, angels it sounds like everything's magic or something like that to me yeah. and, and not a f- good
3: yeah. and it I, feels I like it never really f-
0: goes anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah,
3: with this new album, I it it really is coming around and it's really growing on me. Uh when I first start listening to it, Ryan, computer genius over here, sent me the <laughs> the, the <laughs> The the links before it came out, and <laughs> Such a genius we're stealing <laughs> so, Mister Robot snakes. over here. <laughs> if you're listening, Blink, you have a thief come on, on the your show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we want you.
0: Come on down.
1: <laughs>
3: no, I bought it. Just you, Tom. Yeah.
0: So uh, did so was Tom uh, leaving? Like, uh, I mean, are were you like? Are you still wanting Tom to come back? Or are you happy with Skiba? blink 2.0
3: um i think he's doing a good job it's like i said like it's really coming around on me or like coming around and i'm really enjoying the new album when i like i was about to say when i first was listening to it i um it was kind of hard the way ryan sent it to me in the files it was kind of hard to listen to it straight through so i was kind of just like picking a file and listen to a song, and I was just like, land, mo- like landing on the mo- like the weirdest songs on the album. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, with this? like w- y- you know, what are they doing? Yeah, I think the first one, you know, I listened to San Diego, for the first song. I was like, okay, this is really sweet. So I- that's probably one of my favorite songs on the album is San Diego. because yeah. I live um, in San Diego. Yeah, eh, San Diego. But, <laughs> um, San Diego. And then like after that, like I put on Sober, and that's really weird at first listening to that song. Yeah. And then I think like Los Angeles was the next one. I was like, "What is is going on with this?" Only place after (laughs) that, yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) so you know, I was I was picking just picking and choosing uh, uh, songs, and I was like wondering what the hell happened to this band. But now, after you know it being on you know Spotify, listening to it straight through, it's really been growing on me, and I really do like it. So, what do you think? Is uh, what do you like about it? Um, it's it's kind of i mean i don't want to compare it to self-titled but like you were saying when he listens to the or untitled when you listen to that album you hear so much stuff going on especially when you listen to the album with headphones uh there's so much going on in the album yeah and it's really well done as far as production value
0: i yeah i totally like a Tracks like bored to death and left alone both of those are two ones that um have so many guitar lines going on that right. are really yeah. buried in the mix, but.
1: JoJo, you were saying that when you finally started diving into California hard that you were listening it back with Neighborhoods and you noticed how lacking Neighborhoods was compared to it. Yeah. I, I, when I, the first time I listened to California from beginning
3: to end, I went back and listened to Neighborhoods. I was on a train, uh, train ride, so I had the time to do that. And I listened to Neighborhoods all the way through, and it's just a, it's very bland. There's no yeah. salt and pepper on it, like, whatsoever. No, yeah, for all and its it,
0: talk of being, like, experimental and whatever, like, just, there is objectively just less going on in those songs yeah. than there
3: is in these. Yeah, definitely compared to California, and I guess, you know, all the other albums as
2: well. But, what do you but. think about California, John? I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, Yeah, no, I, I, I love the album. I, I've actually, uh, you know, I, I, the same thing happened. Ryan, the computer genius that he is, uh, <laughs> sent you me... You guys could have easily saw this Boy
3: stuff. genius.
2: Um, he, you know, uh, I had a group chat going, and I'm like, oh, hey, the album leak, is that true? And Ryan's like, yeah, let me send it to you. And I... I <laughs> <laughs> You could have got it anyway, John. <laughs> Here you go, on me. And so you know, I, I listened to it and I did the same thing with JoJo, but I didn't pick and choose. I went down the the, the album track just to listen to the whole thing, like as one big flow. Uh, but being on Google Drive for some reason wouldn't let it just play all at once. Yeah. I just <laughs> download it and then. <laughs> um, but you know, I did it that way, and I, and all the songs were all like cynical, is just what a what an amazing uh, opener yes. what an amazing opener and like i listened to your guys's like album and now every time the when you uh, yeah the reviewer yeah. and every time when uh travis goes ah I, I think of it him being like hey i'm here like <laughs> him saying like hey i'm still here with you mark like what's going on <laughs> yeah,
0: did you know that joe yeah i think Is we we, we kind of talked about song? how how we like that the way the album starts as you hear mark and it's like just mark you know and it's like Bam, enter Mark, and then you hear like uh, the like guitars, you know, and then it was like Skiba, you know, and then you hear like the Travis, like, <laughs> and it's like, bam, there's Travis, you know. I didn't actually catch that. Yeah, you hear him yell yeah. in the back. Yeah,
1: it, it even he's like actually stops, behind, he's yeah. on the album twice. He's uh, on the end of Built This Pool also. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah, it feels Travis vocals. If more it, Travis vocals. Oh
1: yeah. I want, I want more of it. Like supposedly he's doing that live. Like I saw a video of him, someone pulling, putting a mic up to his face yeah, and he, and he yeah. goes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It looks like they're kind of like doing the sets. You're changing up slight things in each show, which is kind of fun. I'm stoked. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Um, so John, what, uh, besides she's out of her mind, are there any songs that you've kind of really latched onto with this one?
2: uh sober being
0: one um oh, so go into that because sober is a pretty controversial song i it's my least favorite one still so far i'm coming around to it but i still i kind of don't like it so what do, what do you think about it? what what do you like about it
2: i like the fact that you guys turned it into a country song <laughs> <laughs> uh no it, i don't know it just it hits home because like uh for a long time now i've been uh you know Smoking weed, uh, <laughs> and and drinking a lot, and like, uh, like especially I'm doing now, like well, beer it's fine, but like for a while, it, it felt like I was not doing anything productive in my own life, and so when I became sober, or sober-ish, um, I, I did become a lot more productive. I, I actually jumped back onto my podcast, um, uh, Empire Jedi, just to plug it. Little plug. Um, after, you know, being gone for maybe about a year, um, and, uh, you know, it, it sucks. Cause like, I always wanted to talk to people, but I was never sober or at the point where I was like, I want to talk to him. I want to, I want to talk to you when I'm sober. So let me call you when I'm sober. And now I'm at that point where like, I'm at, I'm at a, like a more sober state where like, I'm talking to people again, I'm doing things that like I love to do versus when I wasn't. And I don't know, it just hits home for me. Damn John, steep shit. I think I like that song now.
0: no, I mean that, that's cool like uh, and and just like sober is a metaphor f- for just like going through a hard time or like you're you're in a funk like you're you're not in a place right like you know listen, like I want to deal with this relationship or I want to deal with X problem, but right now I just gotta like focus on myself kind of and I gotta like get through this kind of thing yeah.
2: I don't know, that's that kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, so like, yeah, it, and it, that, it just hits home quite a bit for that song. Um, and it wasn't like one of the singles that had just come out either. So when I heard it, it was just almost like um, relieving to hear this from like a Blink-182 album. Because, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of Blink-182. You've been for over 10 years now. And like hearing that on this album and being at 28, I'm like, you know what? book yeah like this is what i i kind of feel like i needed to hear in order to like continue my getting shit done type of it's kind of what the whole theme of the album is in a way yeah yeah Yeah, like bored to death i mean you can really i feel
0: like the lyrics in that song um could really apply to that same situation you're talking about or like songs like cynical even Rabbit rabbit hole uh rabbit hole is something that i've Um, So I, you know, have anxiety and that is that's what the song is about, you know, and it's it's really cool. Um, I think we talked about this in our album review, but it's really cool to have this band that you got into as like a kid because you related to it and you're still having um, kind of grown up with them. You know, they're writing songs about now more adult subject matters. And even if, if they might still sound like they're like,
1: you know, older or young flipper snapper songs like who cares yeah
0: yeah it's fun yeah. you know um there's something really enticing about the like kind of intense subject matter
2: done in a fun song it makes me feel young again i mean like i feel i'm like back to being 21 again or 23 <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: um <laughs> and just you know i feel young again i feel like i'm rejuvenated i can do a lot more damn because of this album almost slap that and, on
0: the album art like i feel rejuvenated again <laughs> praise the lord um so jojo was there anything on so i know you were a little more lukewarm on it was there anything on california at all that it sounds like maybe san diego was i'm looking at you right now and you're wearing a san diego hat so i feel like you really <laughs> yeah, embraced the official. san diego lifestyle Did the song did that hit you in kind of a similar way that you know the way sober hit john is like oh man this is really speaking to me right now and um with san diego yeah kind of you know living there now and playing that in the
3: car and rolling down the windows and you know singing that song uh, what's top what, what your happens lungs, when you do that like, do
0: people just like wave and like yeah uh, start i don't know along? I, yeah <laughs> yeah everyone's just, like in their cars day, 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 and day. Saying, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the truman show yeah um i
3: don't know you guys might <laughs> as far <laughs>
1: they probably didn't get
3: picked up. Yeah.
0: How deep these cuts on you go?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that is why San Diego is, you know, one of my favorites maybe on the album. Um, yeah, like the whole thing, it's about And I just love the way it hits as well. The like the course of that song.
0: Well, it's it's funny and too, the- like it's you, you were telling me earlier today about how you went, I was like, "Oh, so why are you doing in San Diego?" He's like, "I just kind of ended up there." And I feel like that's kind of what the songs about is like Right, We're just kind of like people we lost in San Diego. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a very easy
3: city to get lost in and get stuck in because <laughs> it, it, it really is. And I mean, I do love it there, but as far as my, one of my favorite songs On the album, you guys might laugh at me when I say this, but the the single. Bored to Death.
0: Oh, I'm still right there with you.
3: sticks with me. I, lo- I love the bridge on that song. Same. And I don't know how, if they play it here on the radio as much as they do in San Diego or in Phoenix if they play on the radio, but in San Diego, I swear to God, that song is played every other, other song on the radio. <laughs> it's, every time we chill on the radio, it'll sometimes be Hell on two yeah. different stations is that song playing Bored to Death. And then what's cool, because they had their local radio station out there, and bef- you know when this album was coming out, there was so much hype. I mean, there was even a billboard in San Diego that had California on it, and then they were having Travis and Mark come down into the studio. And you know, when Rabbit Hole got released, Mark came down and just dropped off the single, and they had Mark on for just a split second, like on the radio. So it's really cool how involved they are with their city still, you know, with them. Yeah, living cause they there. don't
0: even live there now.
3: Well, I Mark, I guess, still does have an estate there. Um, Tom is up in Del Mar, which is about 30 minutes north, and then Travis is in L.A., I think. I should know. I stalk them every day. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I kind of did stalk them, really. uh, but my I have a friend, one of my good friends in San Diego. He's a tutor, and he tutors um, anywhere from elementary to college kids, and one of his students is actually next door neighbors with Mark and uh <laughs> we gotta get that tutor on the show <laughs> yeah we need to grab him he's never met he, my friend Jacob. he's never met mark but um i guess they used to see him all the time the people that live there he just has like a telescope uh, at his <laughs> tutor's house and he's like
2: let me see if i can see inside yeah
3: well he's not he's not really a blink fan but well,
1: you said he went to Palmway hit, too right
3: uh yeah well so yeah Poway, Poway is where they grew up um where they grew up And I went, which is about, like, 30 minutes from where I live, and I was picking up a mattress, a bed mattress, and I was like, well, I'm in Poway. Like, might as well go stock blank. (laughs) 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 So, like, yeah, I did. You know, I might have been guilty and went on Wikipedia and found out what high school they went to and uh, went and just walked around it, maybe. I don't know.
0: How was the high school? Did you get inspired?
3: Um you know it's just like a normal it's you know i was you know it's just a normal high school well i was i was surprised because i did I, I they got you know they got a good uh program going on there their PE program's great uh no i i always thought in my head blank way came from like kind of like a surfer town it was like more surfer-esque um but it's definitely you know suburbs um it's kind of like a Gilbert, Arizona vibe. Yeah, you know, cookie cutter
0: houses, suburbs. Beige yeah, and I think that's box beige little back. In a row. back in a row. Yeah. I think uh, there's something like that. That music, though, I think, really spoke to a lot of suburban kids. So it, it kind of makes sense in a way that that's where they came from. Because whatever it is about living in a suburb as a white young dude, they <laughs> did a really good job capturing that
2: yeah. vibe. Or as so, like a half brown dude like me. Uh, yeah, we're actually not so, all
0: white. This is a diverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh...
2: So yeah, when I was I was picking Once up that you're
3: not
1: white. Get out.
3: So yeah, when I was in Poway, that was my first time in Poway, and I was just driving around, just like I wonder if that's their house. I wonder if that's their house. I wonder if that's their, house. If that's their
0: sister's house or whatever. Like <laughs> I don't know. Right on. Um, let's see what else. What do we have any uh, topics left that we haven't covered?
1: Um, We haven't really, I mean, John kind of went through one of some of his favorite songs, like Story of, of a Lonely Guy.
0: JoJo, um, do you have a favorite song, the Blink-182 song? Well, J- John, is,
2: is Story of a Lonely Guy still your favorite uh, Blink song? Um. Yeah, kind of, because uh, it still hits home. Even when I listen to it now, it's just, just like, oh man, I'm I'm a lonely guy. I'm 28 years old. I got no girl in my life. What the fuck's going on with me? And I'm in love with this other girl. shotgun blast. Yeah. <laughs> no. What? Yeah. But it, it, like, um, that, and then always for more fun podcasts, tune in Wednesdays. <laughs> Take off your pants and know how John's
0: wearing a "Hooray for Boobies" t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah. So, what's your favorite Blink song? Well, "Story of a Lonely Guy" because I'm 28. I'm so alone. Is <laughs> <laughs> anyone out there listening?
2: Yeah, I like boobies. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, like, um, yeah, "Story of a Lonely Guy," um, which is weird because it, uh, you know, that was a favorite of mine, but I didn't get into the whole, um, take off your pants and jacket. And even back when I was a kid, um, I always thought that. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came before Enema of the States. And then, like, as I, like, even like almost maybe about a year ago, I finally realized that it was Enema of the State, then Take Your Pants Off and Jacket. Oh, man, that's crazy to me. Yeah, like, I I always thought it was the other way around. And I was always just like. I
0: was a Blink fan when Enema came out. And I remember the Take Off Your Pants was the first one I
2: remember, like, waiting for to come out. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I was always like. You know, reversed for those But Take Half Your Pants and Jacket Has become such a big Like like one of my favorite albums That they've put out Obviously, like I said I love them all um, But recently I've been listening to that More than Enema Or more than the Untitled album Except for, huh. you know, uh, California Which I've listened to like 50 times Since it's come yeah. out Um
0: That's interesting. I I was reading something. uh, Gosh, I wish I remember what it was, but it was a really well-written article about take off your pants and jacket. And they said that it's sort of like an album, um, and the way that the bands in like sign of a kind of a transition, it's sort of like an album about transitions and stuff. And that would totally make sense. Like, what you're saying about, like, what's going on in your own life right now, that would make sense why that an album like that might be suddenly more appealing right now.
2: Yeah, like, I've trans, I've done, I feel like I've transitioned to, like, in, in my own life, like, a few times, um, and most recently, you know, just moving around, having family, like, leave, having family, like, having a new addition to my family. Um, it's such a weird transition of, like, where I'm at and where I- my entire family is that, And how I view everything And so when I listen to it It's just It's so It's so good uh,
1: <laughs> It's so good yeah. What about you, your favorite song, Joe?
3: Oh, that's a hard one Favorite song of all time Blink-22 Or maybe, you know Top three If you can't think of one um, Not Now Was well, probably one of my favorite songs That they ever have came out with. How,
0: how do you feel about uh, Skiba doing it? Have you seen the videos I, of him doing no. it? No. Oh man. No, I haven't. After this, we're gonna watch one. Like I he crushes that song. I think. I don't know. What do you think, Bren? Mm um, <laughs> I think it does a good job, but I don't know. It's a definitely a Tom sounding song. Oh, I, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's one of the songs, like always, that I think sounds better without Tom. <laughs> always,
3: as well as one. of One of my favorite songs. Yep, I agree. Uh, one song I feel like that goes under the radar that, every, and then I when I hear it, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot they had this song is "Man Overboard."
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
3: Agreed, that's a great it, song, and it's a great song, especially
0: you know when it comes in. It's yeah. probably my favorite yeah. Mark bass riff.
3: Yeah, I think I'd agree with you, but yeah, I mean it just goes on and on. It, like I go back listening on to. And on and on. <laughs> um, I probably uh, "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" is the most least the least album I listen to out of blink and i'll go back and i'll listen to the album and be like oh my god i forgot all these good songs on this album you know even like S- stay together for the kids being the one that was one of the most popular in first date you know they're just like this is such a good song um but Which i've had that i'm like
2: oh first date god it okay <laughs> if i kiss you or <laughs> totally miss so i'm just it,
3: it's it's hard to pick a favorite it really is but it seems like every time i hear not now that is one that always pops up it's just like this is probably my favorite Blink song that's a,
0: it's a really yeah that's a good that's a good choice it's a good choice um you know john uh i would recommend this would uh, with what you're saying about your life i feel like dude ranch might be this might be a good time for dude ranch yep
2: cuz dude ranch is all kind of breakup sad sack songs yeah uh, like i said i've been recently listening to like you know um Cheshire Cat, um, Buddha, and uh, I, I, Dude Ranch. Also, I'll, you know, get, try and get a party into song. it. Yeah, pretty yeah. songs off Animosity.
1: That's right. Yeah, Oopsies. get the fuck <laughs>
0: out of here. <laughs> you, you don't really, really like bleed. I'm gonna rip you? that tattoo right off your. So fucking many off. like internet comics being written already. Yeah, you got no ink. Ryan how would you sell John on Dude Ranch cuz you kind of you kind of perked up at the mention well, of Dude Well for Ranch me there. Dude Ranch forever was the my favorite one like it just it, it took me Dude Ranch Forever is that the 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 sequel (laughs) to Dude Ranch? (laughs) It was. It's not my. It was just produced by Tim Burton, but he didn't actually direct it.
1: It's probably not. I wouldn't say it's their best album now, but it's definitely like one that hits home. There's too many good things about that album.
0: It's lyrically like a really. uh, It's a great song or a great album lyrically, I think. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's some really good songs like Apple Shampoo, and uh, that's like one of Mark's high points in a way. I feel like um, Dude Ranch was a peak in in Mark's lyrical songs songwriting that he kind of i mean i think obviously i think his stuff after that's great but i think he didn't really get to that level of just really good lyrics until um plus 44 again i feel like those are two kind of in my mind like peaks of his his lyrics i don't know like going away to college is
1: probably the best song marks written, one of the best
0: yeah it's one of the best i like it but um yeah it's pretty good I'm like thinking of the lyrics right now. Please take me by the hand. I'm so good at it. night. <laughs> you, you just
1: read the book recently, or Travis's book. I recommend it.
3: <laughs> I highly recommend it. it. No, it's really good. I it, Even if you're not a Blink fan, it's just still just an all-around good book when it comes to it. it yeah, read the book. It's good.
1: Well, like you were just saying the other night, that you thought it was like there's just cool little tidbits about uh, just his life. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, and definitely if you're a Blink fan, you you
3: you know you follow the timeline when you know when Travis talks about certain things going on with his life, and then what's going on with Blink and the things he was doing, even anything from the, his TV show he had on MTV to you know when he got in the plane crash, you know when he. You kind of like, and everything that falls in between that, you're like, oh, I remember that, or I remember that, and then it makes you think about in your head, like where, like this is where I was, or this is how old I am when this happened, because like, because Blink Wayne Two was such a big influence on our lives, and that's how much we paid attention to it. So when you read the book, not only is it a really good book and inspirational, but you're reading it and you're like, it's weird because it's almost it was when I at least for me when I was reading it, I was reading it and I was like thinking back to. Things that was going on in my life when what was like because I paid attention to I, it's hard to explain, but
2: if you guys, if you guys understand, I don't know if you guys, do I, I, what I'm I saying. think I understand. Like, but, you're, you just think of like what happened in that time period when that oh. album came out. For example, like when they uh, got back together after they separated for a while, um, I, I was able to see them for the first time live um and i know ryan was there with me um uh, a, a old friend of ours mike was there with us and a few other people and then i at the time i was with my ex um and she was there with me and so you know i'm able to like recall vivid events that happened in that right. time period because yeah. of what because of what happened then like yeah and that's the, that's kind of when you get when you read the book at least that's how i got
3: but it's it's all around good book even if you you know for me like i i got into playing drums and So you know, reading a book about one of your favorite drummers, who's inspired you a lot, was really cool, and it also being your favorite band is even a huge bonus. But even if that's
4: (laughs) yeah,
3: I mean, even if that's not even (laughs) what what it is for you, it's still just a good book of like overcoming a lot of crazy things that's happened in your life. So Andy signed it.
0: <laughs> no not, it sounds awesome I, I gotta read that book it sounds like a pretty fun yeah thing it really is um uh
1: any other little things that kind of like little blink stories that you can come up that you think of
2: like i got when, my guitar signed by uh plus forty four once i mean that i guess I it's not that. blink but Did you saw that guitar around anywhere um i don't um because i i stopped playing a while back and um my sister wanted to to use it for a while um i don't know where it's at now but it, it, it was signed by uh mark and travis and then the other two dudes from shane and craig yeah from, <laughs> i knew it was shane I yeah i'm like eh, well, i don't really care about those two guys signing it because they're because if they had continued continue going then like i may have like started to learn their names better but because they only had one album yeah I w- and when i first heard uh plus 44 in their their single that they had put out Prior to the album release, and it had that uh, female singer. I was really excited for to hear like you know um, someone else sing other than Mark, but not maybe a dude, maybe like a, a female voice. Like, yeah, too. Uh, Singing on that album with him, you and should have replaced like uh, Tom service. with a, yeah. a chick
1: with Kim Eel- Deal.
2: But I'm still, I like, I'm still like a Matt Schema fan. So like, two bases. <laughs> but um you just want blink 182 to
0: be the pixies <laughs>
2: yeah uh but uh, yeah like there's just crazy things like i can pinpoint things in my life that has happened that happened around uh that happened in my life but i can pinpoint it because of blink 182 and plus 44 um and i could be like man they were such a big part of my life because of of what happened like and i was listening to that because i was either a down or b i was like a up and i'm partying and i'm 23 for example nobody likes you when you're 23 and when i was 23 i felt like nobody liked me except,
0: <laughs> except for my girlfriend all right, I think we're, we're, all, a we're, we're all gonna have to have like, a couple of, john after this episode <laughs> had a couple like, of beers yeah blink i love it they take me back to when i was 23
2: when still no one liked me <laughs>
0: my glory days
3: (laughs) one
2: too many beers (laughs) um but being able to like pinpoint things using blink is is such a cool feeling and even now like when i'm older like 10 years from now i'm gonna be like yeah i remember when california came out and like i was at this point in my life i was getting more sober than i've ever been within the last 10 years at that time and like i did this i did that i did this and it was just like wonderful Wore a Hooray for Booby shirt. I bought a Hooray for Booby shirt. <laughs> I came to Portland. <laughs> I made this podcast. <laughs> About to go to a beer festival, speaking of sober. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you uh
1: I mean I guess you had that guitar, but would you guys say if you have like a uh, really good piece of like blink oh yeah because
0: yeah, that was something we did on our first episode we kind of introduced ourselves to is we whipped out our biggest piece of blink memorabilia dick yeah uh, <laughs> thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle with that joke. Uh, he means dick. Uh, what? 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 Real quick to go back. What? Yours was your guitar, right? Probably my guitar. Yeah. Mine was, I think, the old school Blink Bunny. I have the the old Blink, like the ugly, like skinny Blink Bunny. I have like a plush doll of that that they did from like a '98 tour. Yeah, and I got um, the long, the fang blue strap. So, what about you, JoJo? Is would your tattoo be your biggest Blink?
3: It's funny because I wasn't even thinking of that
2: when when I was trying to think of what like, it would be. What, what do I have that's just you know blue one eighty two? Let me think. Let me think while I stare at my arm.
3: No, well, uh,
2: talking about the book before this,
3: um, Ryan happened to get the book for me at a sign a Chavis Barker signing. So he gave it to me for Christmas and it was like
0: I was like Did Ryan also was, give you the I, tattoo? Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him the scripture of blink when <laughs> I to I was like came down from the mountain well, <laughs> to take off your pants and then yeah. the state. Ryan like
3: hands me the book, <laughs> he's like, Merry Christmas or whatever, and like I grabbed him and was like, Oh what's this? Listen and he's, to the good word. He's, just, he's just like open it up, huh? <laughs> uh, how about you open it up there, son? Like his me on the leg. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like I was like, what's his name from Christmas or whatever, getting his red rider Red Rider BB gun like like Ralph. <laughs> Ralphie, like, opened up the book and like, yeah, and there it was. It was like signed to me, and it had my name and all this it stuff. It said uh, to Jojo, "Keep drumming." Awesome. Which, yeah. which I,
2: the, when I, I, I saw that, and the best part is he wrote two with Roman numerals. too. <laughs> so
3: it was. I mean, even it, it was it was crazy because I got he gave me the book and it was signed. And when I read that, it was around the time. When I was like, kind of stopped playing drums in the band that I was playing and was kind of like not doing its thing anymore. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I like almost choked up. It was crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. Damn. I've, did, I've, did you
0: get it. back in the drums? Are you playing drums still? Uh, you know, I
3: I don't have my drums in San Diego, but there's a guitar center that's like twenty minutes away, and I I think they like, like know me I think they know me my name now. now. Uh, yeah, they I get I get in there and I like five minutes of being in there, they like stop me like, dude, you gotta go. <laughs> You're like guard, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, no, I, well You yeah, can't I went, play Stairway to Heaven. Well, I went in there the other day and I went into the cymbal section where they had a drum set set up and I started banging on it. And the guy came just banging
0: in. Banging on the cymbal? Well, no.
3: They had, they had a full <laughs> he's not set. Even, like, playing. Yeah, I was just
2: like, yeah, well, I was
3: playing it, and the guy comes in. He's like, dude, these aren't soundproof walls. I was like, oh, sorry. And then, like, that was like a hint to be like, get the fuck off the drums. Cause he walked away <laughs> and I started, like, playing a little bit quieter and he comes back and he's like, Yo, like, that's an expensive
0: set. <laughs> 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 like, he totally did the thing of, like, listen, you and I both know you cannot afford this drum set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I was, like, even when I walked in, I was such a jackass because, like, I walked in and I was like, you got any demo
3: sticks? Like, because, they, you know, they have sticks to pl- certain sticks to play with and you're testing out the drums like you have me dental sticks and I was like, he's like yeah right here he's like can I help you find anything and like obviously I was there just to bang on drums but I pulled out some stupid excuse like yeah I might buy like a couple cymbals or something And like, just went, went straight to like the room and started banging on the sets so like he knew I wasn't there for any purchases or anything right on so, well
0: I'm glad you're in you're you're at least keeping drumming
3: uh yeah if you I mean if he's you can even say that but
1: yeah <laughs> so hello darkness my <laughs>
0: friend <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god we sound like such depressing people <laughs> uh well i you know I, I, I feel like it might be time to just go into the spaceship and see see what's uh, going on with tom lately yeah Let's 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 head on up. He used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know what's up with Tom. So, before we get into the, the new Tom stuff, are you guys aware of like what's been going on to, with Tom lately? Like why he left the band, the alien stuff. Do you, you guys yeah. have any thoughts on that? Is he what do you, what do you think?
2: Have fun. Like, if <laughs> yeah, this is what you want to do, like, go for it. Like, I don't... Do you think for
0: everything he does.
2: Do you think he's found aliens? Hell no. <laughs> I bet that's why he's, like, still doing it, because he's, like, so adamant about be, wanting to, like, meet, like, aliens, because, you know, he has this alien song, and he's like... I I sang about it. I better find a fucking alien. Hey, I right one in his bathroom.
0: You think <laughs> you think maybe he's in a position where like he said so much stuff. You feel like he's like, oh no, I've dug myself in such a deep hole right now. I have to like keep going further. Like I've already dedicated so much of my life to this. It can't. I can't accept the fact that it's not it's yeah,
2: bogus i feel like he just doesn't want to fail because like he if he, he's done so much to it he's he's put in so much time and he's just i don't want to fail i don't want to like come back and be like look there's no such thing as aliens but you know, yeah, I tried, think he but...
3: has the same dilemma that I have because he has the, all the alien tattoos and the spaceships and stuff. So I feel <laughs> so like you I have tons of alien you know, tattoos. Like I, well, I, have, I just like have to like blink now. Like I, mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no choice. I got. Yeah. As someone with a Zelda fan, like I am locked in now as like Zelda for life. I will not outgrow Zelda. Here's a recent
1: Instagram post from Tom. Um, this is from probably <laughs> maybe like six posts ago. And it's kind of like a looks like a flying saucer. And it says, We are getting very close to being, uh, to showing you all a piece of the documentary. Been working on this for a long time. This week, I flew across the country and spent 12 hours with two scientists from an agency and a very high level
0: person Wait, from the. Def- scientists from an agency? Two scientists from an agency. You got scientists from an agency? Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> and a very high level person from the Defense Department. Our country has been doing incredible things in relation to this topic. What topic? Every decision they made is hard hard as it is to comprehend now really has it was in our best interest at first your instinct is to be angry because you feel like you were lied to left out of something important dot dot but once you know the facts you'll be proud of what your, our country did very proud john look like hashtag yeah, you, secret machine well, you,
3: you kind of like perked that, up there what, They what? make him sound like a
2: i feel like he's just like one of the, he's like a tabloid now he's just like one of those guys that Hey, I've been probed before and so <laughs> aliens exist and I'm working with the agency and we're going to find them. Like
0: yeah, like the the continuous reference to like people and scientists and vague like people in the de- military government. It's really weird. It, it sounds like, like that again, it sounds like a crazy uncle sending you like an email, like, Oh God damn it. Uncle Tom's I'm stuck on another one of his email chains. <laughs> like about he, he posted
1: another quote that we did this earlier. I guess he reposted posted that, like sitting on a deck under the stars, about three miles from us space command. The Colonel looked at to me and said, what do you need? And I answered DIA, a meeting with the defense intelligence agency seems appropriate. He looked at me puzzled and said, do you ask for permission from your dad after your mother already gave it to you? I answered, "No." Why? He start, stared intensely into my eyes and, with authority, said, "You've been given permission. Now shut the fuck up and get to work."
0: Do you think that <laughs> happened, Ryan? I, I think
1: he's stuck in an acid trip.
0: <laughs> I know. I don't think this happened. This is. I think we talked about it. You like, have no clue what like, in store for. Like you. either. Uh, okay so this is there there is a sliver of possible like it's possible this could be true right like that is a thing that could happen it's the laws of physics whatever work you know it makes sense um i think what's more likely well so another thing is that he's just totally making it up which is what i think is the case another case is he's talking to a hobo dressed up like a general or you know just some crazy guy who's representing himself as oh yeah i'm a general with the uh, department of defense you know like
3: yeah I think it's all pretty bizarre. If we want to play a Tom long what if though, do you think he, do you think Tom DeLong has listened to the new album?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, he, he made a like kind of snarky comment about it after it dropped about like how he wanted to, he's like, he posted some tweet on the release day or Instagram or something. That's like, um, something about his, uh,
1: did you listen to JoJo the, um, the Tom DeLonge demos uh, album is like to the stars.
0: No, it, it was no, a p- post a song on that and it was like a new new world and was like this is what I imagine Blink could be like. But I'm always trying to push the genre forward, unlike some or whatever, you know. Like it, well, it was like in a thing of like I do art and these people are making pop garbage kind of kind of.
3: No, I didn't even hear about that.
1: You have to listen to that and see what you think. It's basically like a bunch of unfinished songs. Sounds like.
0: Or like you tried to make a bunch of pop, pop so wait, what, songs.
3: What did he say on Twitter?
0: I... He, he, he was saying that like when California came out, he was basically like, this is pop garbage and I make art and I'm trying to make art kind of thing. Like
1: I'm, I try to push the genre forward is what he said.
2: But what is he trying to push it forward to? Like, I, I, he he pushed it forward in Angels and Airwaves, which I like the first album. Like I said, I, I enjoyed it, it's, but it's not something that has stuck with me because it was that felt more like a story than it was like something that I could connect to. But what is he pushing it towards? Is just it does more aliens? We're going to go out of space. Like, (laughs) yeah,
1: that's the thing is like, I just hope he's right and just proves us all wrong. That'd be great.
0: Yeah.
2: If he does, then. Like, um, fucking, we're not worthy. Like, <laughs> but, but I mean, a good, I guess, it, um, something good
1: with Tom recently. It looks like they announced when that uh, Ernie Ball Pursuit of Tone documentary is. Coming. Oh
0: yeah, that looks great. It looks like it's gonna be him like actually just playing guitar and and talking about music stuff. I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, I think uh one the like way we could wrap this up cuz there's one one thing that i am curious about cuz the the future of tom is a little bit uncertain right now. Where do you guys do you guys have
2: any predictions for where he's going to be in 5 years? What he's going to be doing? Fucking US government's just going to like take him underground and never let him go ever again cuz he's actually found something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that would
0: be crazy right he stumbles like in all this stuff he actually does uncover like something you know like some weird weapon that we're testing or something
2: (laughs) (laughs) or he's gonna get to the point where he's just like i was right i was right you were all wrong and like (laughs) (laughs) so good (laughs) yeah and and, uh, either it it all gets exposed or he's like i'm right and nothing's exposed or and there's no information out there and he's just like this bum out on the street
0: i was right holding up like That's the Twilight Zone ending that he was right all along, but still no one believes. (laughs) What's funny too is
3: that even if he does find aliens or finds like some kind of discovery, I feel like the only people that are gonna
0: find out and read about it are (laughs) Blink fans. that'd be too right like um like a blink fan finds out about it and they retweet it and they're the one who forever is like take given the credit for discovering it yeah well it's like one of those
2: (laughs) it's not not even tom (laughs) and tom's like you fucking asshole (laughs) that was me out there well it's gonna
0: be one of
3: those facebook uh uh titles of like you know old you know previous blink uh
4: Washed uh, up. Uh,
3: you yeah, <laughs> like started
0: yeah. that like just the most Art. negative way possible. Uh,
3: you know, <laughs> finds discovers aliens, and then you know only if you're a Blink fan you're gonna click on that. But if you're not,
0: you know you're just gonna keep strolling. Who the
2: fuck is this crazy ass motherfucker? Former Blink.
0: Oh Blink! Artist. Blink discovered aliens. I'm not interested in Blink, so I can't see anything that would interest me in this story.
2: Hmm. It's that. Or what will happen is because he's not in Blink, it'll be like, Blink-182 discovers this new alien race, and it's like Tom's off to the side. That was me, not Blink.
0: Oh, man, wouldn't it be crazy if, like, Skiba's visited by a UFO? <laughs> <laughs> he
2: nice. just turns into another just Tom takes, like,
0: Just takes an iPhone picture of it, and it immediately goes viral. He's credited as, like, the pioneering... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Stuff. we're all going to see Brand New tomorrow. Uh, and Mon- my Mon- new Mon- favorite band. New favorite band.
2: <laughs> uh, dude, like, my, I would say my three favorite bands, Blink-182, Brand New, and um, Manchester Orchestra.
0: Bam. Nice. Yeah, the one, three Bs, right Blink, Brand New, well.
2: and
1: Beatles. But uh, yeah, we're going to go, uh, we're all four of us going to go see some, um, well, before we're going to a beer festival. And then we're gonna see some brand new models. Yeah, mass. so that's
0: actually what we're about to do right now. We're gonna be uh, hot off this. We're just gonna be walking over and drinking some frosty beers in in sunny Portland, Oregon.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm so ready to find a girl with green eyes and long blonde hair and isn't wearing any underwear. So you don't want that girl though.
0: You know, I wanna find <laughs> first time time I, I wanna find a girl with a black shirt and a black skirt and brown house <laughs> stuck in her head.
1: There you go, that's the one. I think it's a black coat. No, that's a long, sh- <laughs> short skirt, long jacket.
3: What were you referencing? <laughs> She's out of her mind. Uh, I was thinking of rancid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> black coat, white shoes, black hat, black the
1: Hey, time bomb. <laughs> well, we're gonna um, we've been closing out the show with um, you know music from you know people that send in some stuff, but JoJo over here. Uh, bands on, you know, infinite, indefinite hiatus, you know, so could, there's always a time it could come back.
0: So but we have to cut from their it. self-titled, uh, their you know, their version of the self-titled, right? The album before the hiatus, uh, definitely their peak. I think that was their best. That was like a really, really know, the last two are probably the best. I don't know. The twin, the twin, the twin tumors. Yeah,
1: that's like a full yeah. album. Yeah, but yeah, talk about that for a second, and then what song we're we gonna close out on? Um,
3: I think we all agreed we're doing all pinned up, so. This was our who the Thin Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> What's the is name that the mind? band name? I forget my band name. Uh, no, this is the Thin Bloods. All pinned up.
1: Yeah, it's uh, check them out if you like. It's on Bandcamp or it's Spotify. It's on everything.
0: Yeah, we got some some drums straight from uh, Jojo. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the Travis Barker influence. Uh, I don't know. Would you, is there any of your drum style that's like influenced by Travis Barker in any way or? Like, his energy, I, I, I think feel the like.
1: the show. The showiness of it, maybe.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't say so much the the writing of the drums or the music is anywhere pop
0: punk-esque. I feel like I've seen you play and like, the way that, like, he just, like, destroys his drum set. I feel like is a lot like the way you play. Like, you really hit pretty hard.
3: Yeah, I can. De- yeah, definitely. I, I like to bang on.
0: I like, I like to play. <laughs> <laughs> Alright so, yeah. well uh, before we go to that beer festival Ryan Well how about someone of these guys say the
1: closing line So this is the, we're taking this just Straight out of Nerdist that How they say it in their show with uh, Enjoy your burrito But we say put your pants back on Let's take off your pants Do you get the joke I, yes. I don't get it but you can tell me after we're done <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Who wants well. to
2: say it Go ahead and put your pants back on. We're done. Not bad.
0: Baby, baby, don't reply Cause I can dish it out But I can't take it